just as we don't buy a t-shirt from a brand we don't really know we buy a t-shirt from a brand that we align with and that we think hey this is an interesting story i think it's uh all for show, those kind of types <laughs> of posts. Kun is not really into the structure. I am more into the structure. Yeah, okay. I like uh, that we have both sides here. <laughs> Let's yeah. debate. Welcome to another episode of the Founders Diary. Sam, Kun, how are you doing today? I'm feeling good. How are you? Pretty good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, today's topic is something that I think you both have different experiences in, especially having had different companies before. We're going to talk about something that's a bit of a buzzword right now, which is how do you build a strong founder's brand? Uh, so to kick that off, I'd love to know what comes to mind when you hear the term founder brand. Uh, it's a good one. I think uh, yeah, these days it's almost a need to do it. Uh, but back mm -hmm. in the day when we started with it, um, not a lot of people did it yet. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think, yeah, my personal uh, view on it is that it is obviously a must for a founder to have a founder brand. But at the same time, it's also super fun to really yeah, build your brand, build, build a community of people that follow you, which is very powerful if you have a business. Yeah, what comes to mind for me is a book. I think we've read it at the beginning of this yes, year. That's a good one. And the book is also called Founder Brand. Okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot the name of the author, but he is the he was the CMO of a couple of really high growth SaaS companies, uh, and it's a super interesting book. And that book is also one of the reasons why we started this podcast, because in the book he just talks about the power of a founder brand mm -hmm. and also sort of an execution plan you can follow if you want to sort of do what he did at his previous companies. Um, so for me, that comes to mind and. I also think, um, yeah, in this in this day and age, it is super important because there are so many uh, companies, whether it's in the e-com space or the SaaS space or agencies, mm -hmm. um, and you rarely do something unique. And I think your brand as just the business as a whole is something that can be unique. And also the founder brand is something that can sort of set you apart from other companies because that's one thing, the team is unique. Um, so if you leverage it, I think it's super powerful. Um, so that comes to mind to me, the book, and that it's super powerful. And the last thing to add is yeah. that you have a company, but you also, and the companies that have a founder brand, you know the face of the company, right? So there's a simple example of uh, Elon Musk, obviously one of the greatest entrepreneurs currently, but he's the face of Tesla. And the same was with Apple. Steve Jobs was the face of Apple, which is like mm -hmm. back in the day, like a founder brand um, of really someone within the company that really yeah, puts him or herself out there mm -hmm. and really sharing yeah, what the vision is, the vision of the company. And I think, yeah, the Steve Jobs is a, is a good example. Uh, still, if you think about Apple, yeah, I sometimes obviously think about the great brand they have, but also about Tim Cook true i think like like you said at some point in some brands indeed these founders can become or just people who are a really big part of the earlier journey really become these like figures that you think of when you retell these stories i think you still see that when you think about like the founder of nike um like they're still making so much content there was just like a movie about it and you kind of even see in some of the documentaries about it where even when he wasn't maybe leading the company in the same way he's still such like an integral part of how that story is told um which kind of leads me to my next question what do you think the goal should be for maybe 
the brand and also for the founder when you're leveraging the founder's brand? That's a good one. I think, um, yeah, obviously there's building the brand, Mm -hmm. but what does building the brand mean? I -hmm. think it's awareness of the brand, right? So putting yourself out there gives you just awareness and yeah, a big chance you will be the talk of the town. Uh, and it is, I think it's a good example with this, this podcast. Mm-hmm. Just in our own network, people talk about it. People see it the whole time. And that's like, yeah, that's the thing what you want. People talk about it, which means you build the brand. Uh, there's emotion connected to it. And I think, yeah, that's what you get when you yeah build a personal brand is that people will get emotionally attached to what you share. True. And I think what you said there, kind of underlying theme is also like this transparency. Like, for example, at Instant, of course, we're really committed to trying to build in public and having like a channel where you both can speak about kind of what happens behind the scenes. I think in this day and age, people really crave this authentic look and they really want to know, like, why are you doing this? What's happening? Um, I think that's also kind of one of those purchasing decisions, even sometimes that if there's a couple tools that do something similar, it it could very well play a role. Um, I'm really curious, like with obviously investors or these sorts of opportunities, do you think a founder brand helps with those uh, opportunities as well? Yeah, I, like I think in general, like people love stories mm-hmm. and a founder brand is one of those stories that can be great and can set you apart. Um, and for us as a business, like we always give advice to e-commerce brands that they should incorporate more storytelling. Like people are not just buying a t-shirt for the sake of needing a Mm t-shirt they buy a t-shirt from a brand of which they know the story they engage with it they have the same values and it's just storytelling is a crucial part in it and i think the same applies to a SaaS company Mm -hmm. Um, the product should be great but there's not much of a story behind it Um, there is however a strong founding story and can sort of set you apart from the rest and that also helps with investors just as we don't buy a t-shirt from a brand we don't really know, we buy a t-shirt from a brand that we align with and that we think, hey, this is an interesting story. The same applies to investors. What I think is they want to invest in an interesting story, not just a product that's performing well. No, it needs to be more. There needs to be some sort of potential and just an interesting approach and story behind the whole brand and the product. Absolutely. I know like um, maybe to give some examples so people can think of some of the tactics you can use to talk about your brand. I know Kuhn, you had like a really popular like vlog before. I know you've done some blogging. I know Sam, you've done like a lot of reels and now we're diving into YouTube shorts. Like do either of you have some suggestions for what sort of tactics people can take to kind of distribute their founder brand? Yes, I do. And it essentially also gives me a thought from back in the days that... um, I also learned myself a lot, for example, from Gary Vee, talking Mm. about a founder brand. I think he is the definition of a founder brand. Mm -hmm. And how to do it right now, obviously content evolves, content changes. I think, yeah, Reels is a great way, um, but it's also very saturated. But I think still the authentic storytelling, Mm -hmm. whether it's on video or or text, I think that's what really is something to, to get started with, right? write a compelling story share it on a video or share it uh, in in written text and if it's compelling 
people will like it. If it's not, people won't like it. <laughs> it's sometimes as simple as that. Yeah, and I also think like sometimes even if you really don't like a founder, like there are obviously some really polarizing founders out there. I know you mentioned Elon Musk before. Um, and I think like it's kind of like that double-sided coin where there's a lot he does for the brands that he works with because he's such a big figure. But on the other side, that can also, depending on the persona of the founders, potentially damage the brand. Is this something that you've thought about or considered in the content that you create? Well, I, th I think there's another good example of Gary V. Yeah. Like he's really um, a super, super big fan of the New York Jets. Mm. Um, and so he also said in his content, like there are certain brands where the CEO is not a fan of the New York Jets. And so they don't do business with the business of Gary V. Mm. Because they know like there's some sort of rivalry, which is of course funny. It can happen. Um, and in my opinion, like, I don't think it's something to be scared about. Of course, if you really go into the politics and stuff, it's a question, do you really want to do it? Are yeah. you building a business or are you building a news channel yeah. sort of mindset? But I think if there are just, if you're a fan of a certain club or you like certain activities or you don't like this, I think you can just, what is important that you're... Um, authentic mm -hmm. and if you want to sort of go that way yeah you can go that way but i don't think we really want to do that right now because yeah why um <laughs> but it's yeah it's something to consider but it's not something to be scared of i think yeah it's it's like yeah. think being controversial also helps building your brand but it's more like what are the type of people you attract that yeah. follow you so i think true. there's always a lot to consider but i think as long as you stay true to yourself Whatever you do is fine, right? If mm -hmm. you have really strong political views, right? Share it. Like, I don't mind. Uh, <laughs> I might not follow you, but I don't mind. And I think maybe with Gary Vee is a good example because when we were looking, when we started looking at him, I think he was just starting with that vlog. Mm -hmm. I think it's like 600 episodes, but he was always swearing a lot, saying crazy things. But mm -hmm. I also see that he, his tone is not as strong as it used to be uh, before. So he, he became more political correct because he probably saw like, hey, if I swear and I say this and that and all that crazy stuff, clients might not want to work with me. So mm. in my point of view, he lost his bit, his authenticity. Uh, people might not agree, but I think mm -hmm. he just should have stayed true to himself. But yeah, probably there was some business stakes at, at, at stake that he just wanted to adjust his tone, be a little bit more political correct so he can win more business. And I think you can compare sort of like a founder brand nowadays you build on social media. Yes. Um, and I think social media you sort of can compare to a big square in a city. Mm -hmm. And if you scream the loudest, if you scream super loud, everyone will look at you. Um, that's a way to do it. And that's the same on social media. If you just say weird stuff or super loud about one certain thing, people will notice you. But I don't think that's really the mindset we have. I think we believe more in cream rise to the top. Mm. And it can take longer, but it will rise to the top. Um, and with that, yeah, you don't need necessarily need to say crazy stuff. The examples you mentioned is Steve Jobs. Did, yeah, he was controversial, but he didn't not really say anything controver no. con controversial. Mm -hmm. He was just yeah. focused on building great products, mm -hmm. sharing his story, sharing his beliefs. And that's it.
nothing crazy to it. True, because yeah. you can, I think, like incorporate if this is your persona and it is your authentic self to swear or I don't know yeah. some of these things that maybe could be perceived as controversial. If you can do it in a way where you're still maybe achieving your goal, like yeah. maybe it it doesn't hurt. I think. Yeah. Uh, what I'm really hearing from you as well is like it's all about kind of adding value rather than just kind of like yeah. making a mess, which I, I see in both of your content, although I'm a bit biased <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as an observer. Yeah. Do either of you have any advice for maybe getting into a, a routine for making content for your brand? That's yeah, a difficult one. Like yeah. I <laughs> won't say I have the best routine out there. Uh, but I think it's just having the mindset of that it's important to build a founder brand. And I think, mm -hmm. yeah, the routine, it'll come, right? If you uh, want to have a really strict writing schedule, wake up at 6 a.m., do some journaling, some writing. <laughs> yes, yeah, like all the, the bogus you read online. Mm -hmm. um, just do your thing, right? If you feel like sharing, you share something. Uh, and if you really want to build it out structured, also fine. But yeah, I personally... Like it more at the ad hoc basis, right? I have some thoughts, I write about it or I make something about it versus waking up up waking up at six AM, journaling, writing my content. Yeah. I think it's uh all for show those kind of types <laughs> of posts. Kuhn is not really into the structure. I am more into the structure. Yeah, okay. I like uh, that we have both sides here. Let's <laughs> yeah. debate. But I think what is most important, what I also spend a lot of time thinking about, is that you need to find a format that is easy. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, Kuhn's strong points, I don't think they are necessarily writing, right? That's not the strongest. You Excuse are really good. Excuse me. No, you <laughs> <laughs> oh, have some shade here I'm in joking. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do it over or what? No, no. No, no, no you shouldn't have said it. It's funny. No, keep but I said excuse me for fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but keep digging. Um, <laughs> We're so authentic here. So for that reason, you started doing videos. Yeah. yeah. So <coughs> if you're not really good at making videos, why are you trying to create a vlog channel? Just vlog. There is not a better or a worse sort of format out there and that's the same for us we wanted to create content together okay what can we do should we create yeah. a blog together well no, that's not gonna work should we create a youtube channel together uh, also not gonna work a podcast hmm, that could work like mm -hmm. what is an interesting format should we do a, t a show together or should we do a show with um us and then someone who's asking questions like just think about yeah. a format that is easy to create content with for yourself because not everyone is a good video creator or a blogger or a podcast mm -hmm. or whatever just find a format that works yeah, it's always it's always funny yeah. like i think the example same gave is true it's like obviously different minds and they work different yeah. but sam always likes to prepare the podcast and i think mm -hmm. presentation everything written out but i just have one one word and that's that'll do like it's that's mm -hmm. yeah just just the difference so i think it comes down to being self-aware yeah what are you good at are you good at video, good at writing, good at Twitter, good at LinkedIn, good at MySpace? Yeah, <laughs> who, knows? <laughs> who knows? There's a lot of nostalgia coming yeah. back. We're, good we're at hives, hives, <laughs> hives. Uh, well, yeah, I be self-aware. Exactly, be self-aware and play to your strengths. And I think um, also a big part of just content in general is like what's easy for you to replicate and make like a habit of doing like yeah. you said a podcast it could be a blog sam has a newsletter shout out you know uh -huh. like we have all these things that any option that kind of fits your brand and fits your style like don't limit yourself and if it doesn't work like you tried it but i think in today's day and age 
a big reason I feel like we have these founder brands that you see everywhere is also just the value that that is one person that no other company like can poach. Like that is the person who will be there, who knows your product the best, who knows your story the best and is like such an asset. So at least in my opinion, I think like a founder brand is the way to go if it fits with your story. Uh, we always give the example, like yeah. if you if you need a plumber in your mm -hmm. house, you look on Google and you find in Amsterdam already maybe a thousand different plumbers. Mm -hmm. Who are you gonna pick? Like, <laughs> what is going on? And if there's one person, maybe on their site they have certain videos where they sort of explain this is who I am, this is what I do. They have certain tutorials. Then all of a sudden there is a face to a brand. True. There is trust that you've built through a couple of youtube videos and then nine times out of ten you will pick the plumber that you have watched content about because there's some sort of trust and he or she stands out from the rest because the rest of the companies that don't have a face they don't have a story mm -hmm. so that's i think that essentially summarizes the power of a founder brand or just content in general that it sets yourself apart from the rest absolutely kun do you have any thoughts on this well, then I, of course, agree with yeah. it. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just differentiation in general. Mm -hmm. I think the example Sam gave there is also with the agency example, right? I had my vlog when I had the agency, mm -hmm. but I know I knew for a fact it helped with hiring. It helped with attracting new clients because mm -hmm. a client has one meeting with you and then he has to decide to pay you 100K as an example. But then the client's going to do some research. Oh, they see articles. Oh, I'm going to watch a vlog. Oh, I see the office. Oh, I see him talking about this, this, this. Oh, I align with his views and this and that. And then you also create the trust, right? I think it's also yeah. putting yourself out there creates, yeah, trust. And a connection. And a connection, an emotional connection with, yeah, a buyer, a follower, whatever. It's, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it is powerful. And I think in this day, it's still underrated, of course, yeah. I'm a bit more in a bubble, like on Twitter and LinkedIn, where yeah. I see people post. But yeah, it's such a small percentage of people viewing it. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, it's almost non-existent, I would say. Do you think uh, maybe like one fun question before we finish off the episode, like thinking on the flip side, since a lot more people are diving into these founder brands, not everyone is maybe doing it in an authentic way. What are some of the red flags to look out for if you were kind of evaluating another founder's brand? Oh, I... I like all these typical posts, like of all like successful days and plannings, like wake mm. up at 6 a.m., do journaling, do gym, do yoga, do work, do this, do that. Like mm -hmm. those posts, like, of course, it gets attention, but it's, yeah, most people know it's not like that. Sure, you can have one day like that or two or three or a couple weeks, but yeah. it won't be every day like that. So I think, um, yeah, these days just being your, your authentic self is important and just don't mm -hmm. go with the cliche stuff. It's already has been done, so don't do it. I, I would agree. <laughs> I think like we've all seen those like carousels that are like working I'm hard, hustling. I this sleep is for that. three hours. Yeah, <laughs> slept for three hours. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, you're going to live very long. <laughs> 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 I, guess, I guess like to round it up so now we know kind of like what not to do what advice would you have for like if you can think back to when you started creating like founder-led content yeah. what advice would you have for people who want to get started maybe after this episode uh creating their founder brand mm, i think maybe one thing to add is that yeah um just whatever you're gonna 
put out there mm -hmm. if you believe in it just also keep pushing i think the example yeah. with the vlog i won't say the vlog was the biggest youtube channel in the world um but still where we're just consistent and you see like gradually it climbing but yeah maybe a spoiler that the vlog will come back someday okay. <laughs> someday it'll come back i love to hear harder it. than ever <laughs> <laughs> soft launch <laughs> um i think well, you, I think it was your first question of this episode. What is the goal of a founder yeah. brand? And I think it's really important for yourself. Um, well, we don't really have, have goals. We just want to add value. Mm -hmm. And we thought creating a podcast is um, just a nice way to add value. And we know mm -hmm. over it's already getting good response, but we know if you're consistent and over time it will grow and it will grow. Um, so I think that's just really important, especially with a founder brand, like you're building a business, you're not trying to get famous. So yeah. also don't yeah. create all this content or just be controversial to get awareness in order to become quote unquote famous and get uh, asked out for certain dinners or certain events. Like that's not the goal. Mm -hmm. The goal is to build a business. And one thing you can do to build a business is build a founder brand and create valuable content. I think if you look at it with that sort of approach, um, yeah, you will create better content and you can also do it for, for a longer time because they're not these yeah, weird flashy mm -hmm. goals that you want to have. I want to have this many followers and this many events and invites to just add value and that's it. There you go. <laughs> well, you heard it here first <laughs> on the Founders Diary that uh, the blog may, blog may be coming back, but also more importantly that you should stay authentic, stay true to yourself, and be persistent and realize that you're building something that's going to grow and snowball and, and get yeah. bigger. Yeah. Well, thanks for another lovely episode of the Founders Diary. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Till next time. Bye-bye. next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.